Slice Audio. Episode two of Bounced from the Roadhouse. We share a story about a man stranded for four days while stuck under a tree, pooing in the pool, super gluing the downstairs, sweating, pyro flies, flu shots under the bridge. It's gender reveal madness, mask dilemmas, favorite toys as a child, and an embarrassing moment with Brandon you'll never forget. A dream job alert, and we'll end it with a good feel moment. It's fun filled. Don't forget to rate us. Bounce from the Roadhouse! You know, men and women in the military are just badass. Yeah. Listen to this story. This happened in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. This guy is 59 years old. Mm-hmm. He was chopping down trees, gathering wood. He fell, and he was trapped. Both of his legs stuck under this tree. Oh, man. He was found in the same position four days later, rescued. Took him two hours four to get days. him out. Yeah. Four days. His son set up a GoFundMe page to help with all of his injuries. <laughs> they say it was a freak accident. And get this. To survive, he was eating plants and insects and drinking sweat and rainwater. Wow. So yeah. it rained on him. He, he was conscious. The whole time. The whole time. And he wow. was an Iraq war veteran. That's crazy. And they say he survived because of his military skills. Yeah. That is amazing. That is pretty wild. Can you imagine drinking your own sweat? I mean, what I want to know is, did he, he must have had a cup or something, or where, where did he put, did he, I don't know where, how he gathered his sweat to drink. Maybe he was licking it off his face. Yeah, maybe. Kind of like when you're working out and it yeah. gets in your mouth. Yeah. I guess I have drank my own that's sweat. That's kind of where I was like, that's about the only time I could think about doing that. But yeah. Uh, that's just crazy. And that's why if you're going to go do something crazy, uh, like trimming trees or going to go hiking by yourself, you always want to tell somebody, hey, I'm about to go trim Moral some trees out back. of the story here. <laughs> yeah. I'm not back in four hours. You want to come just check on me? Yeah, put up a Facebook post or something. Send, send somebody out. If I don't make another Facebook post in four <laughs> hours, you want to send somebody? <laughs> another lesson. Take your phone with you. Boom. Post on Facebook. I need help. Do a Facebook Live while you're trimming trees. <laughs> Help! Your social media skills were saved. Dang it, I've got no viewers. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's funny, though, that his son... I wonder what he called the GoFundMe. I know. His name is Jonathan Seplecha. C-E-P-L-E-C-H-A. I mean, like, not to make fun or anything, but I wonder if it was like, help my dad's limbs from the tree fall. (laughs) You know? (laughs) GoFundMe. Funny, not funny. (laughs) When you were Uh, a kid, did you ever, like, go to the bathroom in the water? Uh, I mean, pee, yeah. You probably still do, don't you? I, I cannot confirm or deny that. There's two types of people in this world. Huh? The type that pee in the pool and, and the that type lie. that lie about it. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. Well, what about going number two? Did you ever do that in the pool? Never. <laughs> well, I... This kid is seven years old, no. and his family has to pay $2,000 to this gym because he dropped a deuce in the pool. <laughs> And we're talking like he did this on purpose. Oh, no. Oh, like walked over and we're like, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's surveillance video showing this boy clinging to the edge of the pool, relieving himself. This fitness center, they claim that this cost them nearly $4,400, and they want the family to share the cost to fix it. Um, 
huh. with the family saying that the gym is responsible for traumatizing their son, <laughs> who now cries whenever people talk about going swimming. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you want to go How swimming? Is he traumatized. <laughs> I went poo poo in the pool. That Man, one time I don't if it go costs back. that much money, I'm not going to name any names of any facilities. But I know some facilities when my kids were little, we'd go swimming at all the time. And I cannot tell you how many times we'd be splashing and playing in the pool. And then they blow a whistle, and you're like, it's a weird time for a pool break. I yeah. thought we did those at the end of the hour, you know? This is kind of weird, you know? And then they'd be like, everybody, just go ahead and get out the pool. And then you're sitting there like, why are we out of the pool? And they're like, sorry, guys, we're going to have to, the pool won't be open for another hour or two. We'll have to see. <laughs> and or you're two. Like, and you're like, what the heck is going on? Nobody says anything because nobody wants to. And then finally, you hear the rumor. Yeah. Kid pooped in the pool. No. What? Yeah. Who found it? They're That's what I want to so know. They're having so much fun, they don't want to get out. Did the kid go, Mama, I just pooped in the pool? Or, I don't know. Or is it more like a kid's like, is that a baby Ruth? <laughs> Mom, somebody left a candy bar in the pool. <laughs> you, know? you know the the water slides that used to be there at 16? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richmond water slides? Yeah. I remember seeing poo in the water there all the time no. and it was just normal you're like oh there's some poo you know never. and you just keep playing what i yeah. never seen that oh I maybe did. maybe when they went down the bonsai and it scared the crap out of them <laughs> it was just like in the corner of the pool just stuck no. there hanging out yeah the i remember that door. all the time yuck yeah I, I just kept sliding uh-huh. this story is almost should almost be filed under the strange phenomenon oh uh, yeah this is odd this woman tried to frame her ex-boyfriend okay. to, pre- to, to act out like he kidnapped her mm. right outside her home and then later abandoning her. <laughs> Semi-naked. <laughs> Brace yourselves. This is the best part. After squeezing super glue on her private parts. Downtown. Her story started to unravel. <laughs> after they found surveillance footage of her going into the store, buying the glue, as well as the knives she used to harm herself with. This happened in Spain. So she's convicted on two counts, making up a crime. And she's also sentenced to 10 years in jail. And she's also ordered to pay her ex about $30,000 in compensation. Yeah. Didn't he have to sit in jail? Oh, I'm this, sure he did. I thought, yeah, he had to sit in jail while they figured this stuff out. Yeah. He's probably sitting there going, I did I, I, did, I did not do that. Yeah. And people are probably looking at him like, you. Yeah. Son of a gun. You animal. You animal. I can't believe you would do that to a woman. And he's like, I didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, and he's forever going to be known as that guy. The guy that makes women glue their parts. You know? And Is she it, had to pay him 30 grand. Is it that bad? Wow. See that? Like unsuper gluing her parts wasn't Ouch. bad enough. Ouch. Wow. Could you imagine waxing? Okay, that doesn't phase you, but I bet you that super glue might, might get you a little bit. I might have nightmares from this. Ow. Yeah. We were Yum. just talking about sweating while working out. And yeah. I was I was telling Brandon how I sweat like a man. People have asked me if I was okay. <laughs> While running on the treadmill, are you are you all right? Are you having a heart attack? No, I'm fine. This is just, I sweat a lot. I, you know, most people yeah. just like pat their face when they're done working out. Yeah. I like have to wipe down my arms, yeah, my legs, everything. Everything sweats. Anybody who's really got up close and watched me play live on a good hot summer show, 
I sweat. I've had sweat on my guitar from my arm, like running down my front of my guitar. I sweat easy, too. Yeah, the top of my hands sweat. At the Y, anytime I sit on a machine, I'm like, you're going to want me to wipe that down. (laughs) You can, like, see your... Yeah. Body imprint. Yeah, it on looks it. Yeah. like I just got out of the pool. Yeah, me too. Like my <laughs> hair is dripping. They're like, uh, bro, change your clothes before you come from the swimming pool. No, man. I just got done on the elliptical. <laughs> you know, if there's any doctors listening, is this normal for us? <laughs> I had a grandpa that didn't sweat, I believe. He had to take pills because he didn't he just didn't sweat. Wow. It's weird. Really? Yeah, there's I mean your body needs to sweat and he didn't, I think. Mom, is that right? I think so. <laughs> When I was younger, I got Botox in my armpits. Oh, yeah. Because I just sweat so much. Perk them up. Yeah. You gotta have good looking armpits. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I couldn't wear certain clothing as a young uh, teenager. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. And so my mom hooked me up, and it was like the best thing ever. It lasted like six months. Uh, I, I, I would need to get that everywhere. I don't know where my sweat comes from. Well, I'm it has sure to come out somewhere. I'm not sure where it starts and where it, where it ends. <laughs> and it just, <laughs> everything just is wet. Everything's just wet. That How much so sweat do you think comes out of you in a day? I don't know. On a normal day, not that bad. But as soon as I start, like... Moving? Like <laughs> doing walking? Doing something? Like standing? If like, yes. <laughs> but if we like if at the Y, if I'm working out there, I'm sweating a lot. Or at a show, when I'm moving around more than I normally do. Yeah. I, and I could, I'll sweat in the wintertime. It could be 10 below. I'll be out there shoveling in a t-shirt, sweating away. It's, it's how I am. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're... Couple of nasty, nasty yeah. people, I guess. Couple of sweaters. I sweat through my jeans. Nothing more embarrassing. Are you than, serious? Nothing more embarrassing than getting done with a show on stage, going and buying a round of beers, and your money's wet from your butt pocket. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> Flies are so annoying. Yeah. I mean, did you, I, and they're really bad this year, don't you think? Uh, yeah, they're real bad. And yeah. and it's like nobody's really scared of flies. You know, like they're going to eat them. They're just annoying. Yeah, very annoying. Like they put you in a bad mood. Yes. I bet this guy was in a bad mood. This guy's 80 years old. Picture this. 80-year-old man in his house, super annoyed with this fly, okay? He's got one of those electric fly swatters. Which are cool. Yeah, I have one. He was chasing this fly around his house, didn't realize there's a gas leak in his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he finally gets this fly and the huge explosion. Like a cartoon, it like blows the roof off his house. (laughs) That bad. Makes you wonder what kind of poop that fly was eating. (laughs) (laughs) Destroyed his kitchen. He's got a a little burn on his hand. That's it, thank goodness. (laughs) Now he's living in a campsite. Because his house is being fixed. Where there's more flies. Exactly. And I wonder if the fly that he swatted died. Or is it still alive and with him? Some of them flies are indestructible, I swear. I know. Or there's probably other flies. Mm -hmm. The fly's friends that were just like sitting there laughing. Oh, poor Joey. Yeah. We're going to follow this guy to the campsite. He's living in the campground. I wonder if he's using like their... Community Porta John thing. Yeah. That's where the flies come from, I swear to God. <laughs> That's where they all go. And you can't beat them, join them, you know. Yeah. I'll just go in here, guys. Yeah. All the flies, come with me. Let's Brings go. this little tennis racket with him, his electric fly swatter to go poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please don't explode. <laughs> I'm sure there's some gases in there, too. Yeah. Not good. 
sometimes you see things on social media and you don't get it. Mm-mm. And we're having one of those moments right now. Very confusing. Explain, Brandon. This is now, something that you saw. Clarify. Uh, the Roadhouse might not be the brightest crayons in the box <laughs> to begin with. True okay? story. So, so sometimes we need you to help us, you know, finish the drawing. Finish this coloring out. But I've seen this post like a thousand times. Okay, maybe 500 times on Facebook. And I just don't quite get it. And multiple people have shared it. And it doesn't make any, I don't understand what this means. But it goes as follows. I just saw nine homeless people giving each other flu shots under the overpass. What a caring community we live in. God bless. Are they down there doing drugs? I didn't know people could do their own flu shots. Hey, so what? Where do I get my own flu shot? Where's the, yeah, where was the memo on that? I could go get, I'd like to go get my didn't flu know shot. you could do it. Mommy, why are those guys giving themselves flu shots? <laughs> oh, because they don't want to get the flu either. As long as they're not lining up, is there a form I need to fill out or you just give these out? I've never felt better after that flu shot under the bridge. We had some more input on the the bridge. (laughs) Somebody else texted us and said, I think the group under the bridge are doing test trials for the COVID vaccine. (laughs) Maybe they just dropped them off a package under the bridge, said, try these, see what happens. They're working hard. They're feeling the side effects, too. (laughs) Some of them are really tired. Yeah. Some of them are really awake for yeah. weeks. You get in line down there into the bridge. and Yeah, go ahead. I'm up for the flu shot. Do I got to fill out any paperwork? They're like, no, nah, man, here you go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's just going to cost you. What, what do you say when you order drugs? Oh. Can I have a dime bag of that meth? I don't know. I don't, I don't Is that know. how you do it? I don't know. I have no idea. What's that going to set you back? 100 bucks? Uh, hundred bucks for this shot. Well, if it's a dime bag, I think it costs ten dollars. But it's like all of a sudden you get that flu shot and you just want to go home and clean your house, <laughs> or you just want to sit there and and just chill. Yeah, and be like, whoa, man. Ooh, <laughs> like whoa, man. I'm floating in the clouds. I went under the bridge. I don't remember coming back out from under <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> well, there's 23 major fires in California right now. Nice. 22 supposedly caused from lightning. Yeah. The other one comes from a gender reveal party. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. More than 7,000 acres are burning because of a gender reveal party. They used this smoke generating device, (laughs) and it turned into a fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. It spread to over 7,000 acres, forced 3,000 evacuations so far. Uh Wow. Yikes. Well, is it a boy or a girl? Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> but the, the girl that invented the gender reveal party, supposedly, she's a blogger. Wow. She's like, enough is enough. Stop having these stupid parties. And this isn't the first time that a fire started from a gender reveal party. <laughs> it actually happened in Arizona just a few years ago. It spread to 47,000 acres. One in Iowa just last year caused an explosion Jeez. that killed somebody. Oh, my gosh. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> just say it. Just put a post on Facebook or something. Or, or let's just keep it a surprise. How about the yeah. gender reveal parties? You invite everybody into the delivery room. <laughs> Everybody's worried about having the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. <laughs> we should be worried about these gender reveal no parties. Kidding. Oh, my gosh. It's so dry in California. They're saying you got to fart inside. <laughs> 
You know, a lot of people stop into the Cat Country studio just to, just to vent and, you know, yeah. say hi and, uh-huh. you know, just to feel better about the day. Yeah. It really gets their day started. Yeah. And we got a major dilemma in the uh, studio this morning. Yeah. We got Russ here. Uh-huh. What is your title? Like, video dude? That's right, Amy. <laughs> he also sounds like David Spade. I do not. Yes, you do. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh. Russ was in here talking to us because his he forgot his mask, and so he had to wear either a handout mask at the front, which is yeah. white, and he says it doesn't match his outfit. Well, kind of. Is this what it's come to in he's 2020? Got, he's got white pants, black shirt with gold, gold kind of jacket, like a dark tan jacket on. And a white mask. He looks like a ninja. You do, like a Power Ranger, like you said. In the way his hairs did with the lines on the side, he looks like a Power Ranger ninja. You look good, you feel good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know you're not supposed to wear white this time of year. You know that, right? (laughs) Right after After Labor Day? Day? Seriously, Russ. Get it together. white masks are out. Okay. Uh, That's why I'm to... wearing it. I'm a rebel. I want to. I want to <laughs> grab a handful of those masks and tie dye them. Can't you just tie dye them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have some like tie dye. Like yeah, man. Brandon, these are my tie dye masks. You're a genius. <laughs> I know, man. I forgot. What was I gonna do with the masks? I forgot. <laughs> Let's take that whole box of white masks at the front desk <laughs> yes. and dye them. Tie dye them. Yeah. Tie dye them all in like spinny things yeah. and could do different patterns and whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, you think you we'd get in trouble? Yeah, put red <gasps> lips like the red clown, lips. like yes. uh, whatever, like what's his name with Batman, his nemesis, <laughs> Joker, oh, like Joker. the Joker, have a big. <laughs> it's not funny, clown. You know? we, we should make a bunch of masks with red beards. Yeah, that come down off of them. Why hasn't anybody done that yet? We Long, totally, fluffy, big masks. old mustache yeah. like mine, and just a red beard. Because there's unfortunate people out there who can't grow <laughs> facial hair, and that's what I'm here to support. <laughs> <laughs> you should actually glue your own beard hair on these masks. <laughs> They'd be worth millions no, one day. No, shave no. it, glue I it back on. Use my back hair. I'm oh. going to shave my beard off for this stuff. We don't want to know where he's going next <laughs> my when he runs beard. out of that Hello. hair. <laughs> runs out of back hair. Keep going down. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's such is life. Well, yeah. So, I what think- else is new, Russ? Not much. Besides your mask dilemma not matching. Russ is the mastermind and the genius behind my my music video, Black Hills Back Road. So (laughs) the reason it looks so good is because of him. And uh, and all the other videos you see come out of Home Slice. He does a really good job. You're too kind. You're too kind. It's winter now, and I'm excited to do snow stuff. Yes. You look like you're ready with that white mask. I know. Nobody yeah. will see you. You'll blend in. You can go get the snow leopards. That's right. I should do we have do snow? That. We don't believe we have snow leopards <laughs> in the Black Hills. Maybe at Bear Country. You, you know, some know. animals, their hair changes when it starts snowing. It turns yeah. from brown to white. Is that same same thing goes with your mask? Yes. Okay. Well, that's like females. <laughs> Women, their hair changes. They quit shaving their legs <laughs> in yes. the wintertime. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> they walk around. Insulation. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You have nice to go for size. <laughs> He got hair puffed out the bottom there, werewolf. You know. <laughs> We've been talking about your favorite toys. How there's these twelve toys that are, um, they're finalists to be inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You can go vote for them. I didn't give the the website for that. Toyhalloffame.org. But what was oh. your favorite toy? I was talking about you know Cabbage Patch dolls and oh, Strawberry yeah. Shortcake. But we received a, a long <laughs> list of toys from people. Uh, Raggedy Ann. I forgot about Raggedy uh, Ann. Same, same. I still have my Raggedy Ann doll and <laughs> Zach, my Cabbage Patch doll. Zach said he broke his arm playing on the Nintendo 64. 
Flipping Mario Kart. Yeah, my brother and I used to play a lot of that. KB played the Skip It, sent a photo of her playing the Skip It. Oh, the old Skip It. That's that thing where you put your foot inside the ring, and then it has a weight on the end that rolls around. Yeah. It even counts. It would count how many times. Like, you know, it's kind of like a different one-legged jump rope situation. Maybe that's how she keeps a good figure. She, yeah. she still does skip it. That must it. be how it is. She yeah. skips it at home. Larry from Long Island, Lincoln Logs and Erector Sets. Yes. My grandma had the Lincoln Log set at her house. And me and my cousin would sit there and, and build all sorts of stuff out of it. Bailey Rod likes pork. I'm not sure what that what game that is. Um. So, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll have to look that one up. Um, <laughs> I think that's actually a, a text from me yesterday. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's from Mark Houston show. What kind of game that's is funny. that? <laughs> Don't Google that. Don't. <laughs> embarrassing moments of Brandon Jones. Brandon shares an embarrassing moment. He only shares half of it, and then you have to guess the rest. I used to be an EMT at a facility here in Rapid City. EMT pants, EMT shirt. Person goes into a medical emergency, has a seizure. So I kneel down to give him a hand. Got the EMT bag, fellow EMT across from the person. As I kneel down, something bad happens. Really bad happens. What do you think happens? Well, we have a caller waiting on the phone. What happened to Brandon next? Uh, did his pants split? <laughs> they did. What do you think people saw? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we were really balling out there. Uh, so what happened was, is I knelt down. When you kneel down and your knees kind of spread apart type of thing, my EMT pants, the crotch, just exploded. And thank to the heavens, thanks to the heavens, that I had a decent pair of underwear on at that time. Because my thighs rub. Okay, and so my boxer briefs turn into crotchless boxer briefs in a, in a moment's time. And so thankfully, I had a good pair of boxer briefs on. So there they are, my cowboys, wrapped in undies, sticking out my EMT pants. And I looked up, and the fellow EMT across from the person that was having the medical emergency was a female. And she goes, well, there's that. Does that ever happen to you? Not me. I feel for him. Me too. Oh. The highlights of embarrassments in my life, because I, I had to keep going. I mean, there was more important things to tend to <laughs> right at that moment. I couldn't say, whoop, I'm out of here. This guy is going to have to figure things out on his own. I ended up working, I think, the rest of the shift. I think I just taped over my my you cross with some duct tape it. and then worked through the rest of the shift. <laughs> so There's embarrassing moments with Brandon. <laughs> the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon presents... Dream Job Alert, a public service to inform our listeners about employment opportunities that pay a ridiculous amount of money to do stupidly easy things. And now, today's Dream Job. This is a website based in Amsterdam. They're seeking a cheeseburger taster to <laughs> find the best burger in the United States. Ooh. You get $500. That may not seem like a whole lot. But you get to eat burger after burger. You get to grade burgers based on criteria including patty texture, patty seasoning, bun softness, <laughs> bun taste, complexity of flavors used, relish and or sauce taste, cheese flavor yeah. and creaminess, oh, yeah. the value for the money, and the quality of mm. the ingredients. 
Yeah. The person who gets the job will also receive the funds to travel to the places to test the biggies. They're going to randomly select the lucky cheeseburger taster. The cheeseburger. That's <laughs> on October 9th. If you're interested, go to <laughs> bonusfinder.com to apply. <laughs> They're going to pick you to test the boogers. Yes. <laughs> pick you. <laughs> cheeseburger. Yeah. Have you seen the Pink Panther, how he says cheeseburger? It's not the cheeseburger. Cheese- no, no, no. Cheeseburger. Yep. I, uh, I wouldn't mind this job. Would I'm you? really good yeah. at judging buns and meat. I could really do this. Yeah. I love cheeseburgers. As long as I can add bacon. Can I add bacon? Well, you have to eat what they give you. Oh, so I just say, give me your best big out. Give me your best big out. I will be the judge of this. <laughs> Let me go. sample this. And I will get 500 bucks. Jeez, thanks. <laughs> if you want to be a cheeseburger tester, go to bonusfinder.com. <laughs> I just started my diet, darn it. A good feel moment. It pulls at your heartstrings kind of moment. Well, I like to read these stories. Yeah. Sometimes I find them on Facebook. You know, friends post them, you know. Yep. Just good deeds that people do. Yeah. And I think we need to hear more of these stories. Uh-huh. You know, it seems like everybody just reports negative things, so. Yeah. This person rides a bike. I'm from Arizona, and a lot of my friends cycle. Pedal the bike around, saves yeah. you on gas, get a good workout. And so my friend Megan read this in her cycling group oh. on Facebook, and then she reposted it on her personal page because it's so heartfelt. Yeah. It says, I just want to post this in case I'm able to reach the two amazing men who helped me after I crashed my bike on the Arizona Canal this morning. Around 8.15, 8.30 this morning, I had a horribly stupid accident where I almost fell into the canal, and my bike did end up in the canal. I'm thankfully okay, just some painful road rash and a very bruised ego. But there was a very kind man who was traveling opposite of me on the other side of the canal, and he went completely out of his way, came over to the side I was on, helped me get up, and was just so incredibly kind. And then another gentleman stopped to see if all was okay. And as I told him what had happened, one of my water bottles popped out of the water. And they were like, I bet your bike is right down there. So one of them got in, and sure enough, there it was. He lifted it out, handed it to the other man who pulled it up and onto the ground. And these two men have reminded me how wonderful humans can actually be, especially fellow athletes. I mean, even in the middle of a pandemic where everyone is afraid to even be within six feet of each other, these two men came to my rescue, and I will be forever grateful. Yeah. I oftentimes annoy my wife because I, I don't know where I got this from, if it's from my parents or I had some really cool friends back in high school that were like this, so I'm not sure if it came from them or what, but I, it's, I always want to pull over and help people. I've been late for work helping people, but it's like my first instinct is to say, hey, this dude's broke down. We can help him. Yeah. Like, we let's see what we could do. At least, sometimes you stop and they're like, we got somebody on the way. We're okay. Okay, cool. See you later. And other times you pull them to the gas station or you help them change a flat or you do whatever. And that's awesome to see that there's people everywhere doing the exact same thing. You know, acting with your heart first instead of, you know, oh, no, I don't want to get too close. Or, yeah, or they whatever. could have just kept riding on by. Yeah. But they ended their workout. He jumped in the water. Person. Yeah. In the water. Yeah, that could have been dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And they're soaked. For the rest of the day, their, their clothes are wet. Yeah. You know? Awesome. Yeah. It's a good feel moment. 
Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.